Hey, little boomers, the holidays are right around the corner. Why not minimize your stress now by planning your holiday get-together at High Bank? It offers the perfect atmosphere and space for groups of any size to mingle and gather, whether that's 12 people or 100. For more info and details, contact them at events at highbankco.com. Drink local, drink High Bank. Proud partners with the Columbus Blue Jackets and the CBJ Artillery. Also, if you're looking for anything to do this winter while you get some time off work, check out SeatGeek.com. Put in our promo code CBJ for $20 off your first-time purchase. That's SeatGeek.com or download the app. Use our promo code CBJ for $20 off your first-time purchase. Okay, well, hey, gentlemen, welcome Hello. back into the pod. Been a couple months. Feels um, like it's been a couple years. Who are you guys? I don't know. Who are you? Uh, what year is it? It's been so long. It's been 87 years. It's been a long time. It's been, I don't know when our last podcast was, but we've been we've been receiving. It was really just like last, we- no, we didn't do one last Wednesday. Either way, we've, Sunday. we've been receiving death threats because we have not Sunday? been doing a podcast. We didn't. Did we do one Sunday? No, it's been it's at been least been a week and a half. It's been two weeks. Been two weeks. Maybe two weeks. Yikes. We well, were going to do a post-game drunk cast last Wednesday, but... Something. We got too drunk. <laughs> Way too drunk. Uh, <laughs> Did yeah. too much on the drunk and not enough on the cast. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but no, we're back. It's good to be back. Thanksgiving holidays kind of got in the way of us doing a podcast. We, I feel like we all three could not come together on a day to do a pod, but it's okay. Not at all. Warren, you went to 16 Thanksgivings? I went to about, yeah, yeah, square root of that. I went to one and I loved it, besides my Friendsgiving. Yeah, that is square root of four. I went to four. Huh. Wow. Yeah, so went to my family's, went to two for my girlfriend's family, and then I went to a Friendsgiving. And I wasn't talkative at that one at all because yeah. I drove 400 miles. Yeah, that's a long, a lot of miles. Why? Because I live in two hours away. She lives three and a half hours away. That's too much. Yeah, I was, it was a lot. But it was nice. It was very good. It was nice, huh? But as soon as I got home, I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." I uh, I just went to good old Lancaster, Ohio, visit my mama out there for Thanksgiving. Did you give her a hug. She got she got a little farmhouse out there with a big old barn now. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's nice and spacious. Nice little property out there. Cool. Yeah, I went there, and then uh, Friendsgiving, um, I got really drunk. I uh, do not remember the night, and apparently I was just standing outside by myself and. My friend Eli said he came out and saw me just standing there by myself. He's like, what are you doing, bud? And my response was, standing. He's like, why? Just because. Yep. Got two <laughs> calls. It's very interesting how it all comes together. I got two calls at like 1.50 in the morning from Eli. Didn't notice it. Can you like hey. put your phone on silent? Hey. That'd be great. Thanks. You want to not Jordan. Wow. Yeah, Jordan, put your phone on Jordan silent. Jordan 2.0 over here with your... <laughs> Maybe I should definitely do that, though. Yeah, you better check. Okay. Out, yeah. But one fifty in the morning, got a t- uh, two missed calls. Didn't notice them. I was out. Woke up, texted Eli, and I said, hey, everything okay? No answer. Two hours later, sent a question mark to him. Two and a half hours later, sent a question mark to him. He's like, everything's good. Then at like 8 p.m., he's like, by the way, we were trying to find Jordan. <laughs> And I'm like, I just, how was I going to help? I ghosted for like an hour, and then I came back inside. I just wanted some fresh air, I think. 
it Good. all. If, yeah. If it was me, I would have just gone to see if your car was there, and if it was, I would go. He'll turn up. He'll yeah. I'm fine. He's not stupid. And I walked back inside well, and passed out on the couch. I Good might for be you. Dumb, that was great. But I'm not stupid. Yeah. Either way. Great. That's all I have. <laughs> Good talk. Great Here's talk. Yours. Great talk. Um, so I guess we should talk about the BJs, huh? Yeah. Hmm. We should talk about BJs. Talk we about want. the old blue jackets. Um, let me pull up my notes here because I don't know what I'm talking about. It's been forever. I forget how to do this thing. It's been too long. It has. Blue jackets uh, are a hockey team? They are a hockey team, I do believe. Yes. Uh, okay. So anyways, we're fresh off back-to-back losses. Hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> you love to see it. <laughs> Uh, to the Islanders, we lost 2 nothing. Yotes, we lost uh, 4-2. Uh, following the Islanders game, Zach Rowinski skated off the ice with a shoulder injury. Yeah, don't love to see that. Gone uh, four weeks. Yeah, he'll be gone four weeks. Uh, that sucks because he's a great offensive defensive man for great us. O- he's a great forward. <laughs> he's a great he forward. Is. He's, one yeah. of, he's our third best forward on the team. Yeah. He is. I think he's in points-wise, too. He is. No, that's yeah. Yeah. He's 16 <laughs> points. Great, so crazy. great job of doing defense, but better job of doing offense. Better at offense, yep. Yes. Much better. Yeah. Definitely. Yes. I grant okay, we don't have to talk about Zach Winsky, but I think Why? he's not. I think he is a good defender. I think the way it's perceived of him, he looks like he might be lazy, but I think he just he just kind of goes about it. <laughs> Are you like going off that athletic article? No, I don't. The Portsline I don't article. Su- I don't subscribe oh, no. to the athletic. No, but he. Do you you saw his headline. I don't follow Portsline. Like last week. No, no. About how he looks like he's just lazy out there, or whatever. But it's just he makes it look <laughs> easy. Do me and Porty share the same thoughts? Because that's ugh. You need don't to change need that. your life. <laughs> I'm changing my life around. Never I think mind. that's what it, it was. Him. It was somebody like that. I'm pretty sure it was Porty that put out an article like that. But uh, I test absolutely not. He's not. He just. He's not good at defense. <laughs> it is what it is. He's better at offense and he has a defense, and that just is what it is. The stats prove it. How crazy would that be if he came back and he was on the offensive line, like, like left guard? <laughs> yeah. yeah, the <laughs> offensive line, <laughs> born. Yeah. Is this football now? Well, is he going to be snapping it? the ball? Forward line? Forward line. Fine. Oh, sorry. <laughs> One word. He plays offense. It was a joke, Warren. Near Not a joke. dick. Offensive don't take it so line. hard. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I like Zach. I think we just need to hop off. And But anyways, sucks he's no. going to be out for four weeks. Uh, it, I think does, it does suck, actually. It, it is a big... I think it is a very significant blow to our blue line. But it's a blow to the BJs, man. It is. It is indeed. But we get to see Kukin come in there. Uh Maybe we get, might get to see Peak get in there. So, you know, we have some opportunities for some guys to I don't understand step the, up in a bigger role than they have. So it's, you know, we'll see. I don't understand the Harrington hate. People, every time Harrington goes into the lineup, uh, he's more consistent than Warinsky is. He doesn't turn the puck over like Warinsky does. He's consistent in getting the puck out of the zone. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's not somebody who wows you. Um, but he's not somebody who is bad at defense. He's a good defender, and he's consistent. He d- I feel like if you're a good defender, you're not talked about. Exactly. You don't have to be talked about because you're doing your job. You're doing your job. That's what Harrington if you're being did talked last about, night. Harrington issue. was good last night. Yeah. yeah. He played well last night. That's why nobody noticed him on the ice. <laughs> we can talk <laughs> so defense all we want. Shit. We can talk defense all we want, but when you don't score goals – it don't matter because their offense right now 
We, we, we were looking decent. So, like, the, the Pittsburgh Penguins game gave me a lot of hope. I was like, 5-2 at home. The atmosphere was just electric. Foligno comes out in the Buckeye helmet for Michigan week. I mean, the whole thing was just like everything worked out perfect. And it gave me a lot of hope as maybe this, maybe this is the turning point in the season. The, the, the team, you know, beat Pittsburgh. We always struggle against that, especially, you know, at the beginning of the season, we lost 7-1 to versus Pittsburgh. So to see them do that, I, I, I had a lot of hope. And we, were, we started to kind of score some more goals there even before the Pittsburgh game. And, you know, coming out, you know, 2-0 against the Islanders, we score two goals um, against the Yotes. So, I mean, the offensive production still seems to be struggling, and we just can't find a rhythm, and we just can't be consistent. I tweeted out a couple of days ago, we are consistently inconsistent, and it's starting to piss me off. I agree. And I, the one thing that's it's getting on my nerves is, is Torts is scratching the guys that are playing the best for us. Why? Why did Why did uh, Bemstrom not see the ice last night? I don't get it. Why Why was Bemstrom not on that first line like no. he has been? I, if anybody's getting scratched, it needs to be Cam. Cam is Cam or Andy. Cam, Cam or Andy. What? I, you have two options. Andy, Cam or Andy. Not Andy. No, not Andy. Andy's skating Andy. hard. No. He doesn't have the points like he did last year, but that's not what he does. He's a power forward. He's not a skill he's guy. Nothing. He's not out there for points. He's out there to grind and, and take guys out of plays, which is what he does. And he did well with it last night too. But Atkinson, he had a good pass last night to Tech Save from below the goal line. He did. Um, which it was a good play. But that's one of the only highlights that I've seen from him this year, um, besides his couple power play goals. He still doesn't have an even strength goal in the season, yeah. which is one. baffling. I don't think he does. He's got one. He has one. Yeah. Okay. He scored 42 last year, 41 last year. He's well below that pace at this point. And he's falling off. And I think that he, he didn't see any power play time last night either. No, he's been taken off the power play. Completely. And I think that motivated him a little bit. And I think now that he – I'm going to go all in and say Atkinson needs to be scratched for a couple games to maybe jumpstart this offense again. No, I, I 100% agree. Um, bottom line, Cam is just – there's something not there this year with him. And <laughs> I go back to – and I've said it before on this podcast, and we're going to talk about him here at segment two. But Panarin, I mean, he opened up a lot of space for Atkinson because – I feel like a lot of people were more focused on when Panarin had the puck, like, oh, shit, we got to, like, you know, surround him and, you know, do better at trying to make sure he doesn't score, thus leaving a lot of space for Atkinson to do what he wanted to do all season last year. So um, the issue may be, uh, the, may be that Panarin's not a line mate with Atkinson right now. We can't get a guy of that caliber up there to help Atkinson out a little bit. But at the same time, Atkinson had some good years before Panarin got here. So it's just kind of – there's something amiss there, and I don't. I think it's a combination of a couple things. One being that Panarin's not on that first line with Atkinson to you know give him the ability to make stuff happen. Yeah, I agree. Warren, you got anything on that? He's just skating by. Thank you, Warren, for the contribution. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate appreciate it. that, bud. Uh, no, I agree with you. I think um, people have been talking about it on Twitter, and I've I tend to agree that the big piece that's missing from this entire team is Artemi Panarin or a guy like Artemi it's Panarin. It's a difference maker. Yeah, absolutely. Like what you said, Jordan, it's it's a guy that, you know, he he's polarizing. He he draws the defense's attention mm-hmm. whenever he has the puck. Oh, and yeah. That opens space for everybody else. Um, him and Atkinson really meshed very well together while Panarin was here. And it's it maybe it's going to take a year of adjusting of not having a guy like that here 
because um, we're not going to see another guy like that here unless we get another first round draft pick or another another first overall draft pick. We're not going to have another guy like that. Taylor Hall, man. I don't. Taylor I don't Hall he has nothing for the playoffs though. Taylor what? Hall is not. He has nothing in the playoffs though. Who cares? He but Taylor Hall is good. He's a good player, but he's still he's not. He can't take ta- his team to his playoffs. He can't. All right. Well, you you Even one player can't like take a have. team to a playoffs. Panarin did. Anyways, no, um, I disagree with that. No, that's what the kind of guy Panarin is, though. Panarin is a generational talent. I get if that. Not mul- I get Taylor that. Hall is not. Taylor Hall would add some depth to the team, but he's not a guy like Panarin that's going to change the entire outlook of a team. No. Yo, yeah, I I agree with that, but I think Paner or if we brought in a Hall, I think that would automatically escalate him and probably the, to the best player on the team currently. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, and I feel like that could help. Very much so. But it would help, help, right? But I still don't see them improving drastically. Yeah. By adding. Taylor yeah, Hall. and there's a lot of logistics that would have to go into that because it is a contract year for Taylor Hall, so and it's I like I want to pay a lot for exactly. Him. So if we if we trade to bring him in. And then we're giving up more pieces of what we've already given up previously in the past last year. Then there's no guarantee that he resigns with us. And then we're out of more players and more draft picks. And it's kind of like, what do you do? So I, I don't, I think Yarmo should give it a shot in terms of trying to maybe make something happen. I don't know if you'd like say, hey, if we do make this trade, you have, to, it's cognizant on you signing like to a two year contract to see if you like it here. And then we'll go from there. I don't know. Something. Along those lines, maybe if that's or maybe doable, he's but. maybe he's not going to resign with New Jersey in the off season, and we make a run for him. Then we have plenty of cap space at this point <laughs> Lord. in the season. I'm not giving up on the team yet because yeah. they could still make a turnaround. But at this point in the season, where we're at, the way we've looked, you definitely um, you said you hit the panic button like two weeks ago. Just throwing that and out I'm there. I'm still I'm getting. I mean, I'm not I haven't hit it yet because they had a good run. You know, but the Pittsburgh game definitely also gave me hope. Um, but I think at this point in the season, the way they've been playing and the, the goaltender play, the offensive play. It's, That's where I'm going to go ahead and no, I'm going to go ahead and f- completely disagree with you there. Why didn't you get my has, point out? You didn't. If you were suggesting that goaltending <laughs> was an issue, I didn't. I That's what you were getting at, though. I wasn't. You. I don't know about that. It's okay. Not the way you were sounding Kyle, there. Your, not finish the way you were <laughs> sounding. Finish you can finish your thought. Sure. Go ahead. So. The way that the whole team as a whole has been playing. So goaltenders are part of the team, correct? So correct. They, so the way the whole team's been playing, okay, including the goaltenders, yeah. they're not making the playoffs this year if they continue this. It's just, that's, it is what it is. That's where they're at right now. I say let the rest of the season play out how it plays out. We get the, we get the lottery pick, the draft pick, and you know, maybe top 10, and then we try to make some moves in the offseason for free agents. That's kind of where we're at right now. But you're saying goaltending is an issue. It's not a good issue it's Corpy's it's he's not playing well there's soft I think goals Corpy has played phenomenal the past ever since this little last temp- game was soft goals if, if he played phenomenal we'd be winning these games okay but be- when your team doesn't score any goals then you're not going to win games two goals is like that's is that's goals. my th- but you got to look at what you know we were winning goal we were winning games last year you know six to four five to three like we had we had offense mm-hmm. and we were winning those goals thus making Bobrovsky look good Panarin is not getting any help. He's not getting off any offensive support. So he, you're forcing him to play perfect some nights, and that's just that you can't ask your goaltender to do that. Sure, it's that's what you want and what you want to see. You want him see it. You want to see him get shutouts every game, but that's not realistic. It never has been, never will be. I'm just saying, Corpy of late, ever since his little tantrum that he threw and he got benched that last game, he's the past two weeks he's been, in my opinion, playing very good. Sure, I'm not saying yes. he's playing bad. 
But he's still he's still the rock. He's still the guy, and it starts with your goaltender. And if you're not winning games, it starts with your goaltender. I get it. But if you it put up for- if you put up zero goals against the Islanders, two goals against the Yotes, sure, you're not going to win a hockey game. Sorry. You put up okay, but if you put up two goals and Corpy only gives up one, you win the game. You see what I'm saying? So I see that, but that's unrealistic to happen every single it does, game. Nobody's asking for that to happen every single game. We put up five against Pittsburgh. So we won five to two. He gave up two goals. Exactly. And we five won. To, when we won five to two, which is more realistic goals. than right. expecting your goaltender to only give Kemper, up one goal a game. Darcy Kemper does not have any offensive help on the, for, the, you know, for the Coyotes. They don't have a very good offense at all. Let's, t- let's, let's, let's look at. Uh, He's a Vesna candidate. But he has no so. offense. Yeah. Yeah. Let's look at Bobrovsky right now in Florida. So Bobrovsky in Florida, I was telling you before we started this podcast. There is there are fifty two goalies that have played this year in the National Hockey League. So you're you're including starters, you're including backups. Okay, Bobrovsky is ranked fifty one out of fifty two in goals against average. His team is currently second in the Atlantic. So I'm saying if you have a team that can score goals, it's not always all the it's not the goaltender's fault. If <laughs> nine times out of ten, in my opinion, sure he's the backbone of your team when it comes to you. You know you got to have some type of competence there. Right. But I'm not faulting. That's all I'm saying. I'm not faulting some of these losses on Corp because the team isn't scoring any goals. But Florida's scoring a shit ton of goals. That's yeah. Good for them. I'm glad they're scoring goals. Good for Florida. Yeah. I'm also glad to see Bob is 51 out of 52 in the <laughs> save percentage. I'm yeah. not blaming it on Corpy. And also goals against average. He's second in the league, too, which is you love to see. I love to see it. I'm not blaming anything on Corpy. It's, yeah. I'm not blaming the losses on Corpy. I'm saying if he was playing better and, and had, didn't have a sub-90% save percentage, we'd probably have a better record than we do now. That's, it. That's all I'm saying. It's Maybe. not all his fault. We should be scoring more goals. But if he had better than a 90% save percentage... We we'd have a better record. We'd be yeah. in the wild card hunt at the moment. Um, will Elvis start at home tomorrow? No, I don't get why everyone is like, oh my god, everyone's let's start Elvis at home. I don't get it. I don't understand it because he has cool skyline pads. Like to me, he does. like granted, cool. yeah, <laughs> Elvis has got to make you know he's got to come in a spot start. He's our backup. He's got to make starts. But I was uh, listening to CBJ and Thirty, and Bobby Mack made a great point. He was like. If you have a, you know, if you have, who's the best quarterback right now in the, in the NFL? Tom Brady. Tom, Tom Brady. Brady. Okay, so if you have Tom Brady on, you know, he's he's your starter and he's Jackson. getting and he's getting you wins. Then, are you going to be mad because your backup doesn't start every other time at home? Well, that's, you know what I'm saying. You can't use football with that. It's a tough analogy. It is. But is it because you we have a starter in right, Corby? He's our number one. Way less so games. Let him do his quarterback thing. Quarterback plays every game. And then game. Elvis will figure what his deal is. We'll figure out moving forward what he can contribute. But like I say, I, with, I, I, go ahead, with how strange everything's been with the weird lineups with taking Benstrom out and putting Robinson in. Which I'm okay with Robinson playing, but not Benstrom sitting. If we're going to take anybody out, it's got to be a Cam or a Winnie. Sure. Winberg's yeah. invisible. Winberg right hardly now. played any last night. Good. He shouldn't right now. And he looks. Can it just sit him? He, did, yeah. he hardly played it all last scratch night. Scratch him. Tortorella said in his press conference, like, win his game, can't find it. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Yeah. 15 goals, huh? We've been looking at it for two years. We've been trying to find it for two years now. Yeah, Three years. It doesn't exist. Yeah. My 15 goal take is not looking good, bud. <laughs> never know. <laughs> you never know. He could go <laughs> on a hot streak, Doobie could baby. still score 50 this year, Warren. <laughs> you better believe it, baby. <laughs> yeah. He is alive. I think we found <laughs> out he's alive. He is? Yes. Oh, thank God. He hasn't died yet. I wore his, uh, have his jersey on right now for... Good luck. <laughs> sure. Hopefully, watch your wrist tonight. No, I am. I've, I've been working it. 
I don't. Right. I, I'm with you on the goaltender thing. I don't understand why people are bitching about Elvis not starting at home. Yeah. Why does it matter? Corpies, Corpies are number one well, guy. It does matter. There will be a time when Elvis does get the opportunity to start at home because maybe we'll have a back to back and Corpies going to play. Good for him. Hope he fuckers buy tickets. Whoever's yeah. whoever's complaining about this, buy just, t- go watch yeah. him play at home. Watch him give up five goals. Anyways, <laughs> hey, Corpy, he, Corpy, he looked decent during the Islanders game. He gave up two goals, but we just didn't score anything. So right there, you go. Corpy is our guy. Corpy is our guy. Corpy is our guy. I'm like, you say it three times, maybe people will get it. Corpy's our guy. show up in the mirror? He's going to start in the games that matter, which is mostly our home games because we have to win games at home. Yeah. I don't want to see Elvis play at home if he's going to give up five goals. He's not... I mean, he's, he's been playing decent, but he's not playing on Corpy's level. Yeah. Corpy's our guy. Corpy I, looks... He looks calm, collected, composed. Absolutely. He looks like Bobrovsky looks like... Had looked like in his <laughs> Vesna years, in my opinion, at this point. Yeah. Like the past couple hey, weeks. What, Corpy from Vesna. I'm just it. saying, the past couple weeks, <laughs> still not out. The past couple weeks, still I would arguably out. put him as one of the best goalies in the league within the past couple weeks of play. <laughs> within the past couple weeks of play, like I'm not saying there's been some games with the beginning of the season that you want to forget. That's but a the Diablo past, sauce the past two weeks, he's looked just as good as any other goaltender in the National Hockey League. Have you even watched a lot of hockey? Have you? I watch quite a bit on NBC you, Sports, at least. Well, <laughs> okay. That's a hot take. That is Just a hot saying. Take. Past, I, I think I think he's, he's got he's on. More than okay, that. it's easy to take like a, he's not a the, week and a half, a week, two weeks, and be like, yeah. See, I don't mean he's right the there. best. I'm saying he's no, on he's on par with heard, yeah. some of the better goaltenders right now in the past couple weeks. Sure, keep yeah, up the consi- keep up the consistency, yeah. and then I'll be more prone exactly to same. Yeah, and like keep up the consistency, and then you know go from there. Because that's like Winberg getting two goals, and everyone's like, look at that, he's back, baby, fifteen goals, he's back. All right. Well, speaking of somebody who is coming back, uh, so tomorrow at the Schwide, we play the New York Rangers, and it's the return of our Timmy Panarin to Nationwide Arena since his departure in the offseason last season. Uh, so the Rangers are currently 13-10-3 on the season. Panarin has 12 goals, 21 assists, 33 points, and 26 games played, plus 12 on the season. So some pretty solid numbers for old bread man. Uh, so we're going to talk about this. So I put out a Twitter poll yesterday on the artillery. I want to get your guys' thoughts on what you would want, what you're going to do. Uh, 2,000, 30 people voted in this poll. And basically the poll read as, what will be your reaction to Panarin returning to Nationwide Arena? Well, 60% out of 2,030 votes say they, were going, they are going to boo him. And 40% say cheer. So... Why? I raised the question. Oh, Warren doesn't like the. Blue. I raised the question to both of you and myself. <laughs> what will you be doing at the Schwide come when our Timmy Panarin's name is announced? I'll cheer, but I'll sit down. Yeah, I'll clap, but da- on my butt. There's going to be a <laughs> tribute video. Butt. Let's just get that. There will there be will. a tribute video. There absolutely <laughs> will. With with all the shade we threw towards the players that left this team at the beginning of the season with the whole loyalty shit, and out of our blue we rise. Will there be a tribute yes. video? Yeah. Dude, All right. You, I look. I know we just had a meeting with the Blue Jackets or whatever a couple weeks ago about this, but you really think that they're competent enough to do this whole out of our Bluey Rise campaign and then not give him a tribute video? Like connect that? Come on. You want to give them more credit than lot. that? <laughs> no way. They're they wouldn't. It's not happening. They're absolutely going to give him a tribute video. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. 
I think I'm it, willing to put my next paycheck on it. I think it's absurd to boo him, though. I think that's I crazy. I don't. No, I, do, I do. What's your reasoning for that? He's he had his years here. He wanted to get somewhere where he can get what he he can have. He, the world was his oyster. He can do whatever he want. It serves him right. Do whatever you want. Take that money. Go wherever. And that's what he did. That's the thing. Take that money. We offered him more than anybody. Twelve yeah. million a year. That's he, what I was yeah, saying. No. Yes. That's no. what, that's what I was going to say. Like, take that money. Stay in Columbus. That's I'll I'll give you my final verdict here in a second on what I'm going to do. But bottom line is, Kyle. Yes, you're right. He he basically he he turned down an additional two to three million dollars a year for a garage to go live in the most expensive <laughs> city in America because he wanted a garage. <laughs> yeah. Not. So financially, obviously, so that just tells us he obviously didn't leave here because of finances. He didn't care about money, which, which is what, I mean, obviously it has something to do with it, but that's not what, tell, he doesn't tell me that he left here because of money. He left here because he wanted to go follow his girlfriend. His girlfriend wanted to live in New York in the bright lights. He wanted to go live in where he could actually talk to the media, apparently. He never talked to anybody here <laughs> that was part of the media, not, not like one interview but now he's that. in New York. He talks to everybody. That. Yeah. That was, that's what pisses me off more than anything is that while he was here, he wouldn't talk to a soul about anything. He had Cam do it for him. And now that he's in New York, he won't shut up. Yeah. So I'm not going I'm going to sit back and, and just soak it all in tomorrow night and see what everybody else is going to do. I'm not going to have one reaction or the other. Unless you're drunk. Then but I guarantee you, you're booing. I, I feel will, like I feel like it's gonna be. Enjoy the, I'll enjoy the booze. <laughs> I will. I feel like it might be what happened with Rick Nash because the initial return of Nash, I was there, and he got a standing ovation. But as soon as he touched the puck, the whole place booed. That's what I. Would and do. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I really am. I think I'm good for. That. I think if I'm not going to give it, I'm gonna be like you, Kyle. I'm not. I'm just gonna be silent. Because I, I think the way Panarin kind of left was kind of shitty because, to me, turning down 2 to $3 million of additional money to leave a city to go somewhere else is kind of a big middle finger to that city. That's how I look at it. I th- you're, you're leaving a, a team that has proven to be a contender to go to another team that is pretty, was pretty below average last year. And to me, it's kind of like, all right, yeah, I don't want to be here. I'm taking 2 to $3 million less just to not be here, to me, that's a big fuck you. I agree. 100%. Sorry. That may not be a good opinion, and people listening may think I'm crazy, but that's my thought. I, that's what I think. There's a guy on Twitter that his his Twitter name is Let, Ar- Let Elvis Start at Home. Fuck Twitter. <laughs> fuck those guys. <laughs> Let him. Why not? I will say that no question, I think that Panarin was p- probably the best Blue jacket to wear Union blue. Arguably, I mean, you could argue Rick Nash. Yeah, I'd but I say Artemis is the most accomplished. I, I wouldn't even say that. I would say that he was the most dynamic player. Rick Nash was a great player. I think Panarin's more of a dynamic game changer type of player, which we've talked about. Um, but does that warrant me cheering for him when he comes back? No, because the way he left to me, kind of shitty in my opinion. No, I I agree. I can see it from both sides. That uh, Artemi did it. While he was here, he did a lot for us. You know, he broke the points record, um, broke his own points record the next year, I think. Yeah. And then, you know, took us, I'll give it to him, he took us past the first round for the first time ever. Um, obviously, it wasn't Torts doing, as we can see now, that, well, I'm not going to get into the Torts conversation. Okay. Um, <laughs> 
I'll, I'll give it to Artemi and say that he took us past the first round, which a lot of people would agree with me and say that he did. But then the way that he left after he did all of that, knowing that he's playing for a contender, knowing that if he just kept growing with this team, that you could get past the second round and even further. Um, yeah. Not talking to the media. That's the one thing that bo- I'll say it again. The one thing that bothers me the most is that he would not talk to the media here because he didn't speak English. He wouldn't talk to the media, but he would drop in on, on our uh, Instagram every now and again and say right. something. <laughs> but now he, now he won't stop talking to the media in yeah. New York, and that's what bothers me the most. And yeah, so I, I can see it from both sides. Yeah. So, and I, I saw something on Twitter today. I thought it was absolutely hilarious. So there was a, uh, and we briefly touched on it when we joked about the garage thing uh, a second ago. But uh, so there was a an article that came out, and they, the interviewer was interviewing Panarin, um, and basically it said, "No longer ha- do I have to sweep snow off my car. Um, it yeah, it's my dream. I love it. I love it. I love cars, and I have a garage now. So in winter, when snow is on cars, I love it. It's clean. <laughs> so did he not know that we have garages in Columbus? We don't." If that was the deciding factor, if if all Yarno had to do was, wherever your house is, we'll build you like a twenty car garage. garage. If that was the deciding factor, then we damn missed the boat there. <laughs> That's just the. Du- I don't even have a comment on that. <laughs> and also, you know how he's been saying, "Oh, I can't. I, I'm living. I get to live in New York. I the you know I'm the Big Apple. This is what I wanted to do. This is my dream." He lives in Connecticut. Yeah, he lives in Connecticut. He lives in Greenwich, Connecticut, which is a suburb. Which, I get it, but yeah, you're not in the city. He's preppy. It's very preppy. It's very rich there, yeah. Lot so he's going to be wearing like a, he's going to have like a sweater with like crossed around his neck, tied around Probably. his neck. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right, I'm going to boo him now. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Like maybe he has an apartment in the city too. I don't know, but he has a house in Greenwich, Connecticut. I'm starting to dislike him more. That's and more. basically like going out to live in New Albany or Dublin. Just, well, and it's half the price probably. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm gonna. I can't wait Whatever. for tomorrow night. I am excited. I'm excited too. Speaking of which, everyone wear your Columbus or nowhere shit. That's right, because it's blackout, baby. Hey, they had a guy on the teleprompter. Is that it? You're really, you're on really speaking screen. good today. Yeah, I'd, I sound <laughs> like you talking like our Timmy. Yeah. <laughs> There's a guy on the big screen at the game yesterday, and he had a Columbus or nowhere shirt. Hell yeah, baby. And he went, Whoa. Nice. Nice. So everyone nice. be like him. Uh, like by the way, guy. side note, if you ordered Columbus or Nowhere hoodie or t-shirt for uh, Black Friday or Cyber Monday, we're doing our best. The company that we work with, we we don't handle any shipping. We have a third-party company that handles all that. They are local. Who doesn't not happen to be Amazon. They're not Amazon. Sorry and so we're trying. Prime. They're trying our best. They're, they're trying their best to get everything out because we had a lot of sales during Black Friday. So also, also thank you for that because that's awesome. Uh, but they also work with a lot of other companies that aren't us. So they're, they're literally nonstop shipping. So if you haven't got it, we're sorry. You should have ordered it maybe two weeks ago. <laughs> but thank you. <laughs> but we love you anyways. We love you. Sorry and when you get that. it, continue to wear it and troll Panarin because that's what we do here. Whatever. And boo him. Oh, no, yeah, also boo him. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, let's do something we haven't done in forever because we haven't, A, done a podcast in forever, and B, I feel like we always forget to do it. Uh, game predictions for the next two games because we are going to be back here Sunday to give our game predictions for the following Week, right, Kyle? Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. All right. So the New York Rangers are in town, obviously, Thursday, or if you're listening to this 
on Thursday today. Uh, they're currently 13-10-3. We're not too far behind them in the standings. Predictions for this game. Warren, we're going to start with you, bud. Oh, snap. Uh, we're going to win 7-3. to 7-3? Yep. Why is that? Because <laughs> Panarin is a douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 7-3. I, yeah, I'd love to hear it. Kyle? Jeez. Uh, 7-3. Seven, 7-3. Three. Seven, three. No. <laughs> Maybe the other way. Um, we're not going to win. I don't have a good feeling about this team, man. We're going to lose four sh- or three straight now? Yep. Next we're, week you will. Next week you won't. You know what? Next no. Week you will. No. I, I changed my mind. It, we're due for a win. New York's due for a loss. So we manhandled Pittsburgh. Right. I think that we will win five. No. Two to one. That sounds right. Two to one. Within one goal. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say Jackets win. We're going to get off the schneid. We won our last game at home against Pittsburgh convincingly. Great atmosphere. A good team. I think we're going to rise to the occasion. I think we we just – I would hope that Felino can lead this team and just not push over when we got bread back in the house. And I want I want this team to make our Timmy Panarin regret leaving. And I'm going to say the Jackets win this one five to three, five to three, and our Timmy Panarin does not score a goal. On mine, Cam gets two goals. Oh wow! Even strength. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You're always one for the hot takes, Warren. Yeah, I am. All right, then from one former Blue Jacket to another, the Jackets play the Florida Panthers. Saturday, they are away. Florida's currently 13-9-5 on the season. They're scoring a lot of goals, but they're also getting a lot of goals scored against them. So it could be a very interesting game, especially if Bobrovsky's in net. We know how big of a head case Bobrovsky is, so if, we're, if he is actually in net, the chances of us scoring a lot of goals, the fact that it's his former club, I could see it happening. So, Kyle, I'll start with you. What's your uh, thoughts? Eight to two. <laughs> Eight to two. Man, I'm glad people listen to this for our thoughts because we, we clearly know what we're talking Woo! about. Eight to two BJs, <laughs> baby. <laughs> like it. Yeah. Uh, six to five. The six BJs. to five. That, Going I like it. hard. We can't score a goal to save our lives, but we're putting up. Six or eight. <laughs> Six yeah, or eight. I've got a scoring 15 goals in the next two games. That's, Beautiful. 13. That's impressive. Um, we are clearly the most credible source for all Blue Jackets information. Yes, please keep taking you us as credible sources. Heard it here first. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go, if Bobrovsky gets the start, we win. If Bobrovsky doesn't get the start, we lose. I'm going to say Bobrovsky starts, start, yeah. and we win... Five to two. You think they'll start him against us? I don't think so. I don't think they will either. I think we're the team that people put their backups in against. Because but Bobrovsky kind of has been coming the backup of late for them. Well, the other they've, guy, they've he's only played like two times. games. Yeah. Like started two games. But, I mean, he's done well within those two yeah. games. But can we agree that whenever if he plays here, that we all just chant, like, just chant 
Sergey. No, I hate that. Sergey. There was a guy trying to do that with uh, what game was I at? The Philly game. I'm all for this. Might have been the Philly game. The Elliot. Nah, yeah, Hart. No, it was Elliot. Elliot was their goaltender. And uh, there was a guy behind me just chanting, Elliot. I just wanted, oh, shut the, f- <laughs> shut up. It's got to be like a rivalry game, a close game to where like you try to get in their head. You can't just do it. That's why I say do it, Bob. Right. And you got Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But Bob's like a net. If Bob's really a net, I'm all goal. for just, I think we just do. Because he's a Sergey or Bobrovsky. I just want to see how he does with that. Yeah. No, he would let in like probably 15 goals. <laughs> I'm all for it. All right. I mean, cool. What, what was the game where we put in 10? 10 nothing. Is that Montreal Canadiens? I know there, were, there was a. No, yeah, that there was a carry wasn't chant a, happening. It wasn't there. against Kerry, it was against Montoya. Oh, yeah. Montoya. He was their yeah. goaltender that night. There was a chant going for their oh, for sure. that night. Yeah. Yep. And every time that he like even stopped a very soft goal, everybody cheered for him. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those were the days. Those were the days. Good times. Uh, all right. Let's, uh, let's dive into some questions. Let's get social. Okay. Pull, pull it up because I don't want to. Shocker. Oh, lots of questions today. There's uh, some good ones in here, I think. A lot of people have some very strong opinions on this whole Artemi thing. Oh, I know. And I, and, I, and I wanted to bring it up on the podcast. I know everyone's like, just stop talking about him. But if you see social media and Twitter right now, it's all anybody's talking about. So I had to uh, make it a little segment in today's pod because let's face it. You may want us to stop talking about it, but you enjoyed what we talked about. Don't lie. Yeah, I mean it is. It's we the thing is, if drama. you're going to be talking about it, you better be there Thursday. Yeah, it's you like uh, go and you better be wearing like black. ESPN and how they keep beating the Colin Kaepernick crap over everyone's head. Nobody, everyone's like, why you keep doing this? But everyone keeps tuning in, or else they wouldn't do it. Exactly. So people have an issue, but they're going to watch. Yeah. Okay. First question. From Madison Salier at Salier underscore 14, front of the pod. If you had to show someone one game, and it can be any team, any year, to make them fall in love with hockey, which game is it and why? Jordan, I already know yours. I don't think you do. 2014 Felino overtime goal against Pittsburgh? Nope. On Flurry? Nope. No. That would be mine. Uh, that was my first thought, and that's the one I knew that you were going to rec- say that I was going to say. Yeah. But that wasn't my first thought as to what I would say does that make sense nope okay (laughs) (laughs) i know what i'm trying to say uh no i'm gonna go game four of when we clinched uh sweeping tampa bay i think that one that last goal that uh or the the goal that really let us win that game what you know funny enough it was panarin that scored it shocker Uh, what did he make it like five to or four to two or four to three or something i don't remember yeah something like that either way it was the it was the goal that like just put the game away and that the crowd reaction after that was just absolutely incredible. I cried because that was the you know we for the first time in franchise history we're going the second round, and the atmosphere there I think was would rival, if not was better, than that game four Nick Foligno overtime goal. Uh, yeah, oh, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. It's close. It's hard yeah. to it's hard to compare those two because they're both just such they're great achievements in themselves. Yeah, they're both big moments for the franchise as yeah. a whole for sure. Me? Yes, you. Same series, game one. Where we came back. From a 3-0 loss. Were we a high Down 3-0, yeah. yeah. And we were just, all three of us were like, well, shit. <laughs> this is how this, this is series is going to go. Cool, all right. Yeah. And then the second period, we got one goal, and we're like, okay. Well, we well, okay. And then I think it was we Felino scored the first goal, and ever since, yeah. 
ever since Felino scored that first goal of the first game in Turned the second the whole period. Thing around, baby. Yeah, we just dominated. Turned the whole ship around. That's all we needed. Our captain stepping up in a big moment. That'd be for me. Because that was in the same game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You? What? You? I already said it. Also, Losers. maybe the uh, when Rick Nash returned to the Nationwide Arena for the first time after leaving and going to New York, when he got in a fight with Matt Calvert, that was fun. Mm. I would just do for the, the vine of that guy in the post game with oh, his jersey yeah, he that takes he a jersey down. and just throws on the ground. That was great. Yeah. Actually, I'm going to change mine. Okay. Mine is going to be the game last year when Pittsburgh came here and it was Jack Johnson's first game back. You should have came with me to fall in love with hockey because I was talking <laughs> shit about Jack Johnson the entire time. Everybody around me was like, what is wrong with this and guy? And booing as loud as I possibly could. I didn't have a voice afterwards. <laughs> I mean, we were in the upper bowl. You probably heard me booing the entire Maybe. game. And people were looking at me like I was an idiot. Like, why are you booing Jack Johnson? What did he do? He's the worst. He's the worst. Those are the people that probably don't have Twitters. <laughs> or just know anything about hockey. True. The only person worse than him is his parents. Well, yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> um, oh, fuck Jack Johnson. Next one from Dillamundi <laughs> at dmoney928. Hey, there's a food that is missing from Nationwide Arena, and there's a food that just doesn't fit in. Pick one for both. He says for himself, we need some White Claws. Or there are White Claws. White Castle. Yeah. White Castles? You know what I'm thinking about. Or White, white Castle or other slider sandwiches. And that walking taco is disgusting. Bye. I like the walking Bye. taco, personally. Uh, I think what they should do at Nationwide is put in a Schmitz so I could have a nice big old Bahama Mama. Wiener Schnitzel? Oh, Ooh, I yeah. love Bahama Mama. Especially baby. if you can get a cream puff. Dude. I yeah. think it's a, a, it's a local company. Get them in there. They need a Roosters yeah. in there. Oh, that'd be dope. And I mean, then, as much as Roosters advertises right. there, why and don't they when, have a Roosters When they there? score three goals, you just go get your chili right there. Get it. Or you can substitute <laughs> it for like three wings. I think I'd rather take it. I could do three wings. Yeah. Chili. You know how long that line would be if you were able to do it right then and there? <laughs> Forever long. long. Mm, no way. Um, what's missing? Yeah, what well, what uh, shouldn't be there, actually? What shouldn't be there? That's a good question. Probably bacon on a stick because so it's going to probably kill all of our fans in the next 10 years. Yeah, everybody's going to have <laughs> cardiac arrest. We're going to have no fans left ever. I would take out Skyline. What the hell? What is Chili's gross? What are you doing? Oh my God. Chili is disgusting. Skyline's incredible. Yeah, I thought you gross. were from Southern Ohio. I'm Southeastern. Oh, What do you have? Golden whatever it's called? We have McDonald's. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but that chi- chili's not supposed to be sweet, and that chili is sweet. Oh, that's what's it's chili can chili so can be. You have to put hot chili sauce can on. be whatever the hell it needs to be. And yeah. Their chili is amazing, except for like sugar. I would put that in places that I'm not proud of, and then have somebody else Maybe lick it out for me. Is that that's yeah? Sure. Can I say uh, that on here? Uh, well, you just did. Uh, okay. <laughs> Anyways, well, so good. <laughs> it's delicious. <laughs> I don't want White Castle. I don't know what should be. I already said the bacon on a stick because everyone's going to die. What needs to go like Does Papa John's needs to go. Oh, that's a good one. Bring it, back Donato's, yeah, baby. Yeah, Papa John's ah, needs to get true. Yeah, I agree with that. Donato's needs to come back to the schwa. Besides, pieces, man. if yeah. you saw that thing on the old CEO guy, their day of reckoning is coming. Did you see that? Uh, it was like some interview with He's been long gone, Papa though. John. With Papa? Yeah, and he was like, Day reckoning for that place is coming. He said, I've had 40 of their pizzas in the past 30 days, and it's not right. 
<laughs> what? <laughs> Honestly, Just nonchalant. I've had forty other pizzas. Forty. In the sir. Oh God. That's yeah. interesting. Either way, uh, about the Schweid Papa John's? No, no it's just Papa John's in general. Oh, okay. Yeah. I wish. That would be hilarious. You had 40 <laughs> pieces from the Schweid? <laughs> 40 <laughs> pizzas. That's, that's not even that. That's impressed. amazing. Yeah. I bet amazing. you. He's I'm not like even a, upset. He's definitely pulling off like a weekend at Bernie's thing. He's been dead for years, but somebody's just pulling strings on that guy. He don't yeah, He don't look that. good. <laughs> he does not look like he's doing well. He look, don't look good at all. Peyton Manning did something. Peyton Manning ate his soul, I think. Maybe. It's <laughs> the only logical thought. Uh, okay, next question. Next question from Zach P- Paquetti. Nope, Paquette. We say spaghetti like spaghetti. <laughs> we say <laughs> we say sexier like sexier. That's right. How do you think our Temi Panarin should be welcomed back to NWA? Video tribute, booze, nothing. I know we already talked about it, but uh, more importantly, do we throw bread on the ice? Per Madison. Per Madison Sawyer again. See, I don't know because I think we be threw good. bread on the ice to try to encourage him to stay. And it didn't work, so throw it on I there and tell me to fuck himself. <laughs> we okay. should do it like do if he too. gets a breakaway or if he's getting ready to shoot a shot. <laughs> loaf. You got loafed. Right at his face? Yes. That'd be I mean, I will endorse you bringing bread tomorrow and throwing it. Yeah, but we didn't tell you to. I didn't tell you to. It'd be a great idea for someone to bring bread, for people to bring bread. <laughs> We play them twice at home this year, right? Since they're a Metro team? I think so, yeah. yeah. So we should, yeah. Anyways, I just wanted to, yeah. Moldy bread, I think, would be a good one to throw out there. Well, I don't have moldy bread laying around. No. Oh. I do. Okay, well, bring some for me. I eat it sometimes. Like That's some. concerning. Mm, you just pick off the moldy part. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. fine. I don't have to buy new bread at that exactly. when I do that. Uh, Taylor Hickman at Thickman110. <laughs> 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 Can we just talk about how CBJ was pretty much almost last in PP percentage, and now we are ninth? Safe to say, adding McLean, 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 yeah, to the coaching staff was a great asset. Yeah, no, let's let's talk about a positive. Let's not be all negative yeah. all the time. That we have jumped from twenty, like twenty fifth, second, twenty fifth, twenty fifth at one point, yeah, to ninth in literally like two weeks, very quickly. And I hate to say it, but. Atkinson was taken off that for a couple games now, and you know. And after all the uprising from the fans saying, "Get Larson out of here! Stop letting him coach the power play," and they finally did it. Now look, it's yeah. like holy shit! The fans actually watch the games and know what they're kind of watching a little bit, except for yeah. the idiots that said Larson's a good coach. And that's where I don't ever wish for somebody to get fired, but I feel like professional sports is a pretty cutthroat industry. And if somebody else comes in here and does your job and does it better, what does that say about Brad Larson? It's like I said. Like, if I suck at my job for two years, I'm probably not going to have a job. Yeah. I'll be let go. I mean, maybe he does better or good things with, you know, as other parts of the game for the team, but I I don't know. Maybe, but I'm not sold on him. He, they need to do like a torts blender with the like coaching if you staff. just I I think I'd rather have Paul McLean behind the bench than granted I know they're all there's four of them now back there apparently it takes four coaches to do this now but torts is struggling man I'm not again I'm not gonna get into torts this might be his last year with the team though I don't know he is trending in that direction yeah. I think if it's his last year with the team it's his last year as a coach probably. 
And then he's going to retire in Columbus. Yeah. He just built, he has like a farm with horses and shit. And dogs. That's probably hard to move. And he has a trusted <laughs> water filtration system. Yeah. <laughs> you can't just give that up, Kyle. You can't just toss that around. Come on. Uh, little underscore boomer at little boomer CBJ. Friend of Columbus or nowhere group photo tomorrow night at the Cannon. Let's do it. I, I'm, oh, I'm all for that. There. I'll be there. We'll, I will we'll be there. Definitely be at we the will cannon. all be at the Cannon tomorrow. Someone bring a camera. For those of you that constantly tweet us asking us if we're going to be at the game, we yes, we're going to be there. Every every time. Every every, every game, game. Every game. It's like, where are you guys at? On my couch. <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you just want to be in the comfort of your home. You know, it is what it is. I tweeted naked from my sofa last night. Why didn't you invite me? I'm sorry. Damn. I actually didn't want you to come over. Well, shit. <laughs> Can you like just you know kick her to the curb for a night? Yeah, sure. So we can all just yeah. sit there naked and tweet. That uh, sounds good. Just guys being dudes, you know. That's right. <laughs> also, can someone please explain the time on ice situation for Robinson to me? Please explain it to me like I'm three and not smart because <laughs> I can't effing figure it out. Strong, fast, and explosive equals seven minutes. Robinson last night there was a play where uh, puck got dumped to the opposite corner. He beat out an icing from our blue line to the opposing goal line past two defenders, just straight up beat people out. He's the fastest guy on the team right now, and he's only playing seven minutes. He's the guy that's getting deep with the puck, carrying the puck deep, not just dumping and chasing like we like to do after we score a goal. He's actually carrying the puck deep, making plays, scoring, has a decent amount of points for being a rookie, and he's hardly seeing the ice. I don't know what Torts is seeing that, you know, we're not watching the game, but he looks like one of the better guys out there when he's on the ice. Yeah, I mean, the eye test to me, I, I like Robinson. I've always been impressed with Robinson. Um, I don't know why he's seeing a lack of ice time. I wish I had an answer, because, but I don't have an answer because Torch's lines are always in blenders. I don't have an answer for any of his, the way he does things half the time. So, Also, why did Bemstrom not see the ice at all he was scratched last night yeah, I, don't, I don't get that i don't get it i it's, don't get it he's playing tomorrow night that's already been confirmed. you gotta think about this like bimstrom texier both those guys even milano now they're they're all better than winberg and yet winberg is still not being scratched milano had a shot that went to the the net again <laughs> yeah like on the upper above the glass we still got to work on our actual accuracy as yeah. a team yeah, he's, even he's Andy. King of that. That's what Andy, I think, his biggest struggle is. Like he's getting the puck, but when he shoots it, where is it going? Well, he doesn't even get a shot off anymore. He's yeah. fast and he be, he blows by defenders. That's what he's really good at. Anderson is good at getting the puck and then getting by defenders and then not knowing what the fuck to do after he gets by the defender. Yeah, goes behind the net with the puck, you know, holds the guy off and then loses it. Yeah. He's very good at that. I think uh, you can't scratch Bimstrom right now because he's actually. I, th- I feel like the puck finds him a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't scratch. You can't scratch Texier because I think he's. I genuinely, uh, I'm gaining more and more and more confidence in his game as the more he plays. And he had a goal last game. Um, his shot is he has a great shot. So does Bemstrom. The guys that are just and we saw Texier now move to center too. So now's your chance to scratch Winnie. Now's your tra- chance to, to scratch Atkinson. You know, wake these guys up because I feel like these young guys are playing far and away better than Atkinson and Winberg and a couple others that, you know, 
I don't know. No, I agree. It's to answer your question. I don't know somebody, why Robinson's getting limited ice time. I think he deserves a little more out there, but whatever. There was somebody last night that tweeted and asked if we knew what the fix was. And my only answer to that is if we knew what the fix was or if any of us knew what the fix was, we wouldn't be, you know, doing a fan podcast. We'd <laughs> probably be helping out with the team. Yeah. Um, all right. Moving on. Next question from James Scaff at jscaff underscore 179. With Warinsky out, who should Jones be paired with? Murray. Murray. Now, did you see that turn? Did you watch the game last night? Yeah, well, not really. I was there, but I was in a suite and I was talking to people, so I didn't really get to watch it too much. The When we had an empty net, Murray threw it across the middle of the ice, just basically handed it, handed that empty net goal right to them. Well, that's a tradition of the Blue Jackets players. Right. I'm not that. blaming that on him. He was trying to make a play. Um, you good? Everything okay? No, I was he was playing with a napkin and I yeah. can when he plays with it, I can see the levels move sometimes. <laughs> so I was just saying don't play. Wasn't his it. fault. He was trying to make a play. There was thirty seconds left. Had to be aggressive. He did what he could. I I agree with you. Murray I'm not pointing that one situation saying he shouldn't. I still think he should. What's bothering me is that people are automatically thinking that Seth Jones is the best defender on this team. And that is not true. He's not. He's not. He's not playing like it. And it it is what it is. David Savard, Ryan Murray, <laughs> the two best defenders on this team right now, and they're absolutely playing like it. I agree. I disagree. I think Seth Jones is the best defender. Is he having a slight down year performance-wise? I I go with yeah. So is Cam Atkinson the best offensive player on this team? No. Oh, so that's those are the same you're, you're comparing apples and oranges here. Well, they, I still, and oranges can I be still believe that. Seth, I still believe. <laughs> I still believe that Seth Jones is doing a solid job on defense. He's, yes, he yeah. is. I won't disagree with that. But he's not. I think he's the best defender on the team. He's the third best defender on the team right now. Okay, right now, the season. Okay, he hasn't taken a shot in the butt like Savard has. <laughs> also true. Also Until true. I see that happen. Okay. We also got a goal off of a butt, didn't we? We did against, N- against Pittsburgh. Uh, Nyquist. Blue butt. Jackets are, you know, they're all about the butt stuff right now. You yeah. love, you love to see it. <laughs> Absolutely, you really do. Speaking of that, next question from Ohio Country, gent. Touch butts. <laughs> Touch butts. Yes. Yes. I don't tomorrow, know what that means, night. as in like win, but yeah, whenever you see us, go go for it. Just come on up. We'll be at the cannon tomorrow. Come on over. First intermission. Um, Eric Seeds at Eric underscore Seeds. Should I wear my Ohio State socks or my CBJ socks to the game in Florida Saturday night? Gut says CBJ, but the Ohio State game is on at the same time. Easy, one of each. Oh, that's good. Yeah, one of each. Mm-hmm. That does make sense, Warren. And then one on me, one on each of your hands. It's <laughs> good. Or you could just do cross like one of each, and then flip flip it over and put the other pairs over top, so you can have both pairs on. Either one of each, or you put. Both on each foot. I say one of each. Okay. That's kind of all I got. That's fair. How was your Thanksgiving? We already talked about it. Good. 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 Mm, I don't really have any more others. Oh, one for you from Jake Cahill at Cahill underscore 42. Why is it when we lose, it's automatically because the goaltending sucks? I talked about that at the beginning of the podcast. So people look at the score and not the game. Yeah. Goaltending has not been the issue in the past two to three weeks, in my opinion. 
the lack of offense has been the issue. But Especially, I mean, like three weeks ago, we were putting up like five goals a game. So we won those games. So I'm saying score goals. We win games. We won them like what? Five, three, five, four, five, three, five, two, I think. Oh, if I was a goal, or if I was a coach, it would be a cardinal sin to have 35 shots on goal and only have two goals. That's how it was against Arizona. I don't care how good that goalie is. Kemper's, he's got, I don't he, care. He's a very good chance you of winning the best this year. You have 35 shots at home with that's, people that's, that say that they're loyal to this team and can play, and you've got whatever, you've got five goals against pins, and then you get 35 shots on goal, two goals come out of it. That's ridiculous. It was a lot of straight shots down the middle, easy chest oh, yeah, saves. They're, oh, yeah, they're easy saves for the goaltender. Exactly. We're, not, we're not challenging the goaltender lately. Um, that seems to be the problem, which you can't just, I don't know. To answer your question, Jake, we don't know why, because obviously it's not all the goaltender's fault. You have to score goals to win games, as Jordan was oh, saying. Oh, you're saying what I'm saying now. <laughs> and your defense has to not be but. <laughs> just kidding. I love you, Kyle. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. Are you done look, giving me the evil eye there? No, I'm not. Okay. If Corby would stop putting, letting soft goals oh, go okay. by, okay. then maybe. Got it. Maybe. But until that happens, it's still on him as well. Because when, you know, you give up three goals, you give up three goals. What was uh, Bobrovsky's goals against average last year with the Jackets? I'm just curious. I think it was like three and a half. Okay. So. Three, three and a half. We we, we fared pretty well because we were scoring goals. We also had our Temi Panarin. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. We're done here. We're done with this podcast. Uh, hey, little boomers, if you're going to drink spirits, drink local. Support High Bank's partnership with the Columbus Blue Jackets and yours truly, the CBJ Artillery, by ordering High Bank spirits next time you're at the arena. Drink local, drink High Bank, proud partners of the Columbus Blue Jackets and the CBJ Artillery. Uh, they have a bar located right outside the Canon 111. Um, they got all their spirits there. They got uh, Whiskey War, High Bank Vodka, their State House Gin. Check it out Thursday. All see if you stuff. can beat Little Boomer on the swords. <laughs> yeah. They give you, they put a little sword in your drink. Um, and then you just, you know, you keep the swords and you count how many you drink after the game. It's great. We, little Boomer does it all the time. Seven. Seven. this <laughs> many. <laughs> you love to see it. But anyway, support our sponsor. Um, it means a lot to us because, you know, these guys are. Believe in what we're doing, and we believe in what they're doing. Two local startups doing things for people. Two locals being stuff. dudes. Yeah, that's what we're doing. Just locals being dudes. Yeah. But no, they are awesome, though. Um, if you have not been to their actual distillery in Grandview, you should do that. Uh, it's pretty spacious. They got a pretty dope bar. Um, and good, good-ass food, too. So definitely check out High Bank Distillery. Proud partners with yours truly. Uh, last thing, or two more things, SeatGeek.com, download the SeatGeek mobile application to your phone, best third-party ticketing app out there right now, you get some cheap tickets, in fact, I'm seeing tickets right now going for like 15 to 20 bucks a pop uh, for the game versus the Rangers, if you use our promo code CBJ, you get $20 off your first-time purchase with SeatGeek, and also... If you want to support us and us to continue doing everything that we try to do and all of our drunkenness, uh, go to shoptheartillery.com, buy our merch, and be patient. Be patient because we're not Amazon, and you'll get your stuff when you get it. Sorry, love, I'm just kidding. I love you all. That's all I have. <laughs> <laughs> all right, boys. 
Hey, man, look, for all you social Twitter, I, I just one PSA before we go. Okay. I just got to get this off my chest. Get Whoever it off your keeps chest. calling me, I'm going to find them and kill their family. Okay. Um, oh, wow. It's a robot, so they don't have families. Come on. Maybe. You don't know that. For all, the, for all you people out there on Twitter who like to be keyboard warriors and like to sit back and, and contradict yourself all the time and then talk shit about everybody else um, while you're at it, Go fuck yourself. I am so tired of seeing you people on there saying one thing and then 10 hours later saying the complete opposite about how you haven't given up on the team. And then, and then during the game last night, you're saying, oh, this is a 500 team. This team's done. Are you kidding me? What, why do you think that anybody is ever going to give you any credibility when you do shit like that? And go, I, got, I got something else to say. Go ahead. I got something else to say. When I order food on the Chipotle app <laughs> and when I walk in there... And it says it's going to be done at 11.30 and it's not done at 11.30. And I go pick it up and it's not on the shelf ready for me to pick up. And I see people come through the actual regular line and get their food before I do when I've been waiting there for five minutes. That's bullshit. And you know what? You got what? Two yeah. more? What? You know whenever you get on the on, whenever those cars get on the on-ramp to the highway and then they have to shoot over to the left lane? I'm fine with that. But you better be going fast. You better match my speed if you're going to get in front of me. You know what ramps were built built for? What? For you to go fast down. Fast. That's why it goes down. That's why it goes down. That you're supposed to accelerate your speed and then be at the actual highway speed by the time you hit the end of the damn ramp. Yes. Oh my god. And and the and the continuous turn right stop sign lights, whatever that always have the green arrow. You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah. So, mm -hmm. And it, stop stopping at those, you idiots. <laughs> There's one in Westerville right off of 270 green, on Route Three. Yes. Keep turning right. Just keep going. It's green for a reason. And you know what? what? We what? need to have our lights whenever you want to go left and you have a red stop sign stoplight. You should have a blinking option like they do in Virginia. Yeah. So if there's no one there, you can turn left. And in Las Vegas. And and you know what? What? No more four-way stops. We need roundabouts everywhere. Roundabouts. Fuck four-way stops. What is this, 1932? Come on. This is Britain. <laughs> That's all I have. <laughs> all right, are we, we good? Everybody good. feel better? I feel way better. I, mean, I, I almost better. tweeted Chipotle today, but I was going to... I didn't. Spay and neuter your Chipotle. Oh, so, source? Source.